Hey all, I'm going to be giving you guys a big key here. It's like the ultimate key to be able to get yourself to stick to new habits. It's the one thing that creates lasting change. The biggest thing of all that you need to handle. And if you get this right, if you get this thing sorted out, habits come easy, right? It's like the ultimate, the ultimate technique or the ultimate asset that you can get to your advantage to make things work. So really useful and really timely at the moment with regards to people being locked down in lockdown again and this particular scenario can really knock people's motivation back and get people out of habit. So yeah, check it out. So this particular element has held me back and it's pushed me forward at various stages of my life. When I first started learning drums, I had a teacher for five years, someone to be accountable to every single week. And the moment I stopped having a teacher, and I stopped ha I stopped going to choir as well around the same time, my church choir, which I'd been singing in for eight years. Suddenly, I had all lack of accountability and a lack of a positive um, influence in that particular area, and that's when I got into you know go going into taking drugs and um, and I lost all of my mojo for practicing hard at home, and it seems no coincidence to me that that occurred. And later on in life, I've um, managed to get myself to take action on learning drums, but because the environment wasn't set up right at certain points, like I didn't have a kit that was easily accessible, that's caused problems for me um, in terms of being consistent, you know. And um, later down the line, I've, I've got my kit set up and I wasn't practicing as much as I'd like. The moment I'm set up in a course or a system, I find myself wanting to put in three or four hours or more a day. Today, I've just done another five or six hours of practice. So I think that it's pretty crucial to pay attention to this element, right? Um, so if you're kind of feeling stuck and you feel like you can't get yourself to sustain the shift, like you've got all the motivation, you've got all the desire, you keep trying to get yourself to do something new that you, you really want to do, like a change in your lifestyle, the problem that we're going to find is that the rhythm around us tends to affect our internal rhythm, right? So it's hard to sustain another type of rhythm that doesn't connect with, that has nothing to do with the environment that you're in. So what I mean by that is if you're surrounded by people who have no standards at all for their musical development and no standards generally and don't hold themselves accountable and don't really care too much if they stick by their word, um, and aren't really worried about getting anywhere particularly amazing on the instrument, you're probably going to find yourself struggling to feel motivation to, to push forward because you're going to gravitate towards it being okay where you're at. Like just even if you put a little effort in, you're going to feel like a like an absolute monster compared to those that are making no effort whatsoever. When you get around people who are really hardcore, really full on, really determined and hold thing, you know, hold, everyone at least have one leader that holds everyone to a high standard it can really help a lot to to get you to commit to turn up to be at your best all right they know that this has been proven from you know the if you look at people who are in the forces quite often people who are in the forces when they first go into the forces there's a bit of a shock once they adapt to the environment, they become natural at being able to get up at stupid o'clock, have everything clean, everything sorted, or like shoes are shined, think everything's folded, everything is 
almost like borderline perfect. They have to live right on the edge of of high quality standards in in terms of like cleanliness and hygiene and timekeeping and discipline. And the environment forces the people within it to adapt or leave, right? So that kind of causes a, a massive shift because of the culture, right? Now, when people leave, they will take with them large percentages of that discipline, because depending on how long they've been there, it will determine how much of a deep habit that becomes and like an identity. Because that's what we're really looking at here is like an identity shift. That's what creates ultimate lasting change. But what triggers and helps sustain that lasting change so that it become it can become an, an identity is ultimately, you know, getting the environment, shaping your environment to support the change you would like. So that's why it's so important to be careful about who you choose um, to spend most of your time with. I'm not saying that we shouldn't have friends that need support. And I, I think that's a beautiful thing. And we shouldn't just pick friends because we were, you know, just purely based on, on growth. But we certainly need to be careful about who we spend most of our time with because the way they think, the way that they, their attitude that they carry through life has a, a, a knock on effect on our own over time. So they do say you become the five people you spend, you know, spend most of your time with. And there's a lot of truth to that. So I think that if you can get yourself hooked into communities and cultures that will inspire and encourage you into the habits that you want to live by, you're going to see change that you have not, you could not have anticipated. There's so much to be said for accountability and there's so much to be said for environment. This is why coaching works. It's actually in many ways, the coach doesn't have to be one of the best ever what they do have to be is someone that will hold you to what you said, will be there waiting for you and someone that you respect and you have rapport with. Therefore, you do not want to miss that. You don't want it to happen. You don't want to, you don't want to hit that time where you're, you're due to hand this thing in and get it done. You don't want to look them in the eye and say, it's not done. If you don't have that enough respect for the person to feel uncomfortable with that at a core level, then you need some other way to be accountable, right? It, it has to be something where you can't feel like you can just let yourself off the hook. Like it has to create strong pressure in your gut, in your heart, and get you focused. And if you have that level of accountability, and if you if you don't have it now, find someone. You know, start looking around you for opportunities to start. And you can work accountability systems with with partners as well, like people on you know with peers. It doesn't have to be someone who's like a teacher or a coach necessarily, although that is probably one of the most effective approaches. You can do it through peer support. That can be really powerful. As long as the peer support you choose, you're both dedicating to this and no one's letting each other off. Thinking, oh, maybe not today. The moment you deal with a peer and someone's going to does that to you, you know, consistently, if you start to see our, every single every week, we say we're going to go down the gym and that person says, no, I'm not worried. I've, I've, today I've got a headache. And they keep letting you down. You just got to be honest with them. Say, look, if you're if you're up for this accountability thing, we're doing we're in this together. If you're going to do it, we're doing it. If you're not, no disrespect. You know, I, I love you, but you're a great friend. But this, you're not a great accountability partner. Right? <laughs> Could be a bit harsh to say that, but the thing is, you got to be honest with yourself and say, hang on a minute, this isn't working to help me get where you know, help me get into the habits that are going to help me live a better life and help me be live a healthier life, not just for myself, but for the lives of the people I love. So it's crucial that you do take care of yourself and you're honest about whether it's working or not. So setting up environmental factors, as I was saying earlier, another thing is like the ease that you have of being able to access the equipment you need to or whatever. So for me, having my drum set set up, ready to go, makes such a difference to me. So I can just walk into the room and get playing. 
and I've got a low volume kit, which means I can play virtually any time of day. And that is crucial for me because if I can't play, you know, for extended hours, then I'm not going to get the results I'm aiming for. If I have to stop after an hour because the neighbors are going nuts on me, I would much rather have a kit that doesn't sound as nice, but I can play it as long as I need to without everyone in the neighborhood wanting to get me kicked out of the house. So I'm fine with that, right? Ideally, I would be able to play my acoustic drums, but you know, it is what it is. And having a low volume kit is probably better for my hearing anyway, in the long run. So yeah, I mean, <clears throat> figuring out the little details like that and setting up systems so that like, you know, your equipment's ready, you've got your speaker there ready to go. You don't have to start searching around for gear every time you're about to sit down and play. You're set up for success. Everything's ready for you to walk into the environment and just go so that you can get. And ideally, you want your electric or acoustic or your, your low volume kit to be in a room or in an environment that's separated from everyone, all distractions. I know this isn't possible for everyone, but it's almost like you've got to like start to put a, a boundary in place and say, hey, look, you know, between four and five or between eight and nine, or whatever the hell it is for you, ideally, I'd say, environmentally speaking as well, we're talking about timing, I, I generally recommend mornings. Start early, get it in as early as you can in the day. If it means just when you come in from work, or if it means just when you come in uh, before you even go to work in the morning, wherever you can manage it to get yourself an hour or a couple hours or whatever it is that's gonna work for you, or even half an hour, get it in as soon as you can in the day, um, so that because you don't want to be in a wind down period when you go and find your drum set generally because what's going to happen is it's going to get put off more often than not so but if you can get and yourself set up with a drum set in a room that's separated from people great if you can't obviously ideally you want to set time zones and say look between you know like i say maybe it's like eight till nine or you know seven till eight or six till seven i'm playing these drums in here and i need to be left to focus on my drum set and if people know that you're always there at four, you're always there at seven in the morning, people get used to it, all right? Everyone starts to just, you know, work around it because of your commitment to that schedule. Your integrity creates flow in the environment. It means people can start to get used to this system, this, 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 uh, this rhythm that you've set up. The environment starts to adapt to that rhythm. But if you don't control the rhythm, if you if you're like, oh, one day you do it at six, next day you're doing it at seven at night, next day and nobody ever really knows what you're doing, because you haven't set up a system whereby you can be consistent, you haven't set up expectations, you're gonna struggle, of course, right? If you're in an environment shared with others. So, you know, having the environment set up to support you is huge. If it's a matter of motivation, like you don't really know why you're doing it in the first place. That's a whole other topic, right? Or if you keep beating yourself up every time you take steps forward and you can't seem to get yourself to stay the course, that's also a different component of motivation, which I can cover in a future session. But today I just wanted to talk about if you're the kind of person where you do have the motivation, you keep coming at it, but you keep falling out of habit, right? Like I've done it many times throughout my life. I've struggled with this. Trust me, accountability and environmental factors are huge for that. So if you can set up your environment, if you can set up your accountability and support to give you all of the encouragement you need, you're going to be absolutely fine. So I've noticed this in my own life, as I say, you know, going through, I didn't realize accountability was such a big deal when I was like 17, but, you know, apparently it's pretty huge because look what happened, you know. Um, not being held accountable to a certain standard allowed me to, you know, completely go off the rails. 
you know so there's real extremes to how bad it can get if you're not held to a standard you know especially when you're younger but as you get older and you start to hold yourself to a standard there's another level there that's only really possible if you're held to it because you have to be uncomfortable and it has to be more painful to to not do it than to do it right it needs to be more painful in your gut to give up than it is to keep pursuing ultimately right it has to be something in you just to fight you forward now and accountability and environmental factors can help tip you over the edge um, another little final thing that can really help is if you find your environment isn't helping you to focus you can play with your environment you can move some things around sometimes you'd be surprised what reorganizing your environment can do for your focus and you know and what kind of what you listen to just before you go into your practice you know what music you might use to help you get into state you know um what you what kind of for example what audios you listen to on a daily basis what you're feeding your mind with so you don't just need people around you you also need ideally positive influences in terms of you know not always listening to the news with doom and gloom all the time and actually listen to some positive uplifting audio books that teach you new possibilities or new concepts about personal development that might help you to get to another level in your mindset you know or listening to podcasts from high level or even good level drummers who have a few point of you know have a strong point of view that will help you to be able to break through to the level they're at so you can get new concepts or ideas you know embedded in your your subconscious through repetition until they're natural for you this is all environmental this is like this is the point is that every time we listen to something over and over and over again what we're really doing is we're actually programming our mind to think that way that's how crucial it is so that's why it's really kind of dangerous to keep watching the news every day 24 7 when it's all bad stuff because we all know the news sells better when it's bad right that's truth everyone runs to the newspaper when the headline is really nasty because they don't because of fear we don't want bad things to happen to us and many times people will rather avoid pain than gain pleasure they'd rather run away from something that they don't want you know so um it's something to be aware of you know it's quite easy to get thrown off by this little thing and um so yeah i just wanted you guys to be aware of that especially at the moment and uh, you, you can use these little techniques to help you to feel happier in your life but also to get the results that you were hoping for in your drumming anyway i'll catch you in the next one take care Bye bye